Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. Okay, popping in here really quickly to share a new resource that I know is absolutely going to blow your mind. Insert the mind-blown emoji right here. (laughs) I am introducing a brand spanking new resource called the Find Your Project Management Mojo Quiz. I get it. Running a business, serving clients, and wearing all the hats in your business is fun at first until you realize that your business has become your life. If you're wondering how to escape this hustle mentality, get more time freedom and white space in your calendar and scale your business CEO style, this quiz is just for you. Think of it. What would you do with an extra two hours every week? Would you take a well-needed break? Would you brainstorm your next million dollar idea? Would you bake a cake? Okay, I just had to put that in there because I love baking. Or would you spend more time with your family? By taking this two-minute quiz, I can assure you that if you follow the steps to leveling up your system of managing your day-to-day tasks based on your quiz results, you are going to get back two hours of your work week guaranteed. Once you get your customized success plan, which will be delivered into your inbox after completing the quiz, drop me a DM on Instagram and tell me one thing you've learned about your mojo. I cannot wait to see you take this quiz and get the resources that you need to scale your business like the CEO that you truly are. So head over to rebeccak.co forward slash quiz and take the quiz right away. Let us get you to scaling minus the burnout plus the time freedom that you've been dreaming of. You are listening to episode 18 of the Solo to CEO podcast. So today I am so pumped up about what I am going to share with you because I am an Enneagram type six. And I don't know if you've heard of the Enneagram, but it's basically a personality typing test. And it's quite popular because of its accuracy. And one of the sort of traits of type six people is that they love planning and I am a sucker for planning. So every time there is an opportunity to plan, I take it by the horns because that's what I love doing. So today I'm going to share with you more about how I use my project management system to plan effectively every single quarter. So why do you want to plan on a quarterly basis in the first place. So I find that quarterly planning is so much more actionable than a yearly plan 
Think of the New Year's resolutions you had at the start of this year. It has been proven statistically that by, I think it's February 9th, people have already ditched their New Year's resolutions and have just gone back to their default way of doing things. And that's why I find that quarterly planning is so much more actionable because it gives you a long enough time to take action and see results, but it's also a short enough time to stay accountable, stay excited about your plan. And you can also more easily adjust than having an annual plan where you really can only adjust at the end of the year and maybe you needed to have adjusted earlier. So I love quarterly planning because it's just so much more actionable. And, you know, as business owners in the entrepreneurship world, things are always changing. You are also changing. So some of the things that you thought you were going to do this year, you may have found out that by June of this year, they actually weren't going to fit into the direction that your business was going to take. For me, for example, I made a huge pivot in the middle of this year where I completely changed my target market, not completely, but it was a big shift. And some of the things that I had planned, like having this group program and expanding what was my side hustle coaching program, then I actually had to completely change because I had completely changed and shifted gears. And if I had still stuck to my annual planning, I wouldn't have been able to sort of adjust and pivot fast enough. So here are the signs that you need quarterly planning in your business and in your life. One, you can't stick to your planning. Two, you over plan. So you tend to plan more than you execute. And if you are an Enneagram type six like me, this is something you definitely want to look out for. Three, you say yes to more and more things and opportunities. And as business owners, I think we all fall short of this because as entrepreneurs, we get excited about different opportunities and we want to do more and more in our business, right? And sometimes saying yes to more things means you're saying no to the things that are actually a priority in your business. And number four, you aren't seeing results from your current way of planning. So if you do some sort of planning in your business, but you actually aren't seeing it being an effective sort of activity that you do in your business, then you probably need to think of quarterly planning and put something in place. So I know at the time that you are going to be hearing this episode, it will probably be about three days or four days before the last quarter of 2021. So it's not to say that it's too late. You can still use all the action plans and the tips I'm going to share with you in this episode to help you plan your last quarter and your year with a big, big bang. Okay, so why do I use a project management tool to help me with quarterly planning? Because I mean, you can totally use your paper planner and that's also okay. But for me, I find that I love my project management tool because it helps me keep all my ideas in one place. And then I don't have to refer back to papers lying around or different notebooks because it is all there. If I want to see what it is that I had committed to doing, I just need to open my project management tool, which is Asana, go to my quarterly planning project and see exactly what it is that I had committed to do. So it helps me keep in check and it helps me keep focused on what is most important and what are the priorities. It also just helps in mapping out your quarter so much easier because sometimes you'll find that 
you have all these plans, but you actually need to adjust them because maybe you've actually overscheduled yourself or maybe you haven't thought through the entire calendar of the quarter and you need to adjust dates. And I find that doing that on a digital planning system is so much easier than scratching out dates, changing them in your paper planner, and then maybe having to start again from scratch. So I feel like it's a much easier way of just keeping track and just having things more organized. And ever since I started using my project management tool for my quarterly planning, I have seen huge, huge results. First of all, I've been so much more focused. Second of all, I have reduced the overwhelm of trying to do all the things. And I found that when I focus on fewer things, I actually get much better results than when I try to do everything. So those are just some of the things you want to think of as you plan your quarter. If you've already planned your quarter and maybe you're not using a project management system, maybe this is now an opportunity to see how that works for you in the last quarter of 2021. So these are the steps that I take in completing my quarterly planning process. So step one, I review the quarter that has passed. I do some reflecting, refining, refocusing. I journal a bit. I also just sit and think. And I like to do this reflection because it's going to help me when I am doing my brain dump, when I am setting my mini goals or intentions for the next quarter, because I already have that reflection in mind and I know what are maybe some of the stumbling blocks I need to think of or what are some of the showstoppers that, you know, stop me from achieving some of the things that I wanted to achieve. And it also gives you that boost of motivation when you actually reflect on the wins that you had in the last quarter. It's so, so important to do that. Okay, step number two is then brain dump. I brain dump everything that is on my mind in terms of what I want to do in the next quarter. I just put it all down there because I find that just doing that brain dump helps clear my mind and then I don't have all these competing priorities. And once I have everything on paper, it's then easier for me to circle what are the key ideas or initiatives I want to focus on in the next quarter. And I only pick maximum of three ideas or initiatives, not anymore. Uh, Sometimes I'll pick fewer ideas and initiatives. Like for this quarter, I have two only because in the month of October, I'll be traveling. And in December as well, we'll be having, uh, you know, family holidays. So I do not want to put too much more than I can actually handle because of all these other things that are happening in my personal life as well. So once I have brain dumped Pick the ideas. That is step number three. Step number four is to then set the intentions or goals for the next quarter. So, for example, if I want to, let's say, launch my website or relaunch my website, I know that the goal that I need to have or the intention that I need to have in order for this initiative to actually be successful should be aligned in some form or way to visibility, right? Because there's no point of launching a website and no one sees it. So I'm going to make sure that all the other sort of activities that I do within the quarter are aligned to that intention. So for me, I like to think of the overarching intentions or goals in business to either be around visibility, 
nurturing clients or your audience, planning or operations, and then growth or sales and marketing. So at any given point in time, your business will be in one of these phases. And it's important to know which phase you are in so that you can actually circle back to the ideas and initiatives you've picked and see if they are aligned to that as well. So I would say step three and step four are kind of intertwined, but I like doing them at the same time. So I'll pick the ideas and then I'll also set my intentions or goals and make sure I circle back and see if the ideas are aligned to my intentions. So fun fact for quarter four, my intention is visibility. So I'll be having a masterclass and then going straight into nurturing my clients who will come out of that launch. Okay, then step number five is calendaring. So once you have your key ideas or initiatives, you want to calendar the important dates. And I have a huge um, calendar in my home office, which I can actually erase and rewrite, which is amazing because then it's easy to sort of adjust if you need to adjust. And you can definitely get a calendar like this on Amazon. I will drop a photo of what it looks like in the show notes of this episode. So definitely check out the show notes to see what I am talking about. And I like to calendar the big milestones that are aligned with my initiatives. So for example, if one of your initiatives or ideas is a launch, you want to put down what date that launch is going to happen. You do not want to think about that date when you are already into the new quarter because you want to have those things in mind so that as you are planning, even as you're planning your personal life, those things are already set in stone. And I mean, unless you really, really have to change them, ideally you shouldn't because you want to be able to plan around that, right? So for example, with a launch, there's so much that goes on before you even launch. You want to have at least some six to eight week window period. And if you haven't thought of the date when you're going to do that launch upfront, then it's going to be really difficult to do the planning ahead. And you also want to make sure that any big dates in your business are not clashing with any big dates in your personal life. So for example, if you're planning on going on a vacation during the holidays, you do not want to be launching the week before or three days before your vacation, right? You want to make sure that you've spaced things out so that you don't overwhelm yourself and so that you don't have, you know, unnecessary things that are sort of competing priorities in your mind that just cause unnecessary stress or overwhelm. Okay, then after that, I will then put the dates in my project management tool as well. So I believe we are now on step number six. So putting those dates in your project management tool is so key because you want to make sure that you remember them, right? It's nice to have them on that big calendar that you can write on, the erasable one I just talked about, but it's so much more important to have them in your project management tool so that they are there every time you open your workspace When you check your calendar in your project management tool, you can see what's happening in the next few weeks and you can start to plan accordingly and take action as required. And then after, you know, keying in the dates, you can then work backwards and create an action plan so that you are on top of things. You are ahead of your dates. You are working, you know, sequentially and you're 
trying to chip away at all the things that are needed and not leaving everything until the last week or the last few days before key milestone dates in your business. And that way your monthly plans are now going to be aligned with this action plan that you're creating when you're doing your quarterly planning. So for me, once I get to the step where I am now creating my action plan, I actually map out my tasks that I want to do to achieve these big initiatives into each of the months. So for example, for me, for month one of quarter four of 2021, I'm going to be focusing solely on this masterclass that I'll be doing. In month two, I'm going to be focusing on taking care of my clients. And in month three, because December is more of a quiet time, I'm going to be focusing on trying to get as many collaboration opportunities as I can to expand my network and my business. So that is in a nutshell, how I plan my quarter. And then once I've done all that, I'm actually going to be putting all this information in my project management tool simultaneously, right? So I have a project called quarterly planning, and I will drop a screenshot of what it looks like in the show notes of this episode as well. So you can have a look at that. But once I've created the project, I will then put my reflection notes put my focus notes, put my notes on what are my key ideas and initiatives, what are the big or what are the overarching goals that I am working towards, is it visibility, nurture, planning or growth like I mentioned and also my action plan for the different months are all going to be in there. Once I have all that information in my project management tool, I am then going to take my action plans so that tasks that I have specifically created for each of the three months in the quarter. And then I am going to allocate people and dates to those tasks because that way I am creating some self-accountability, even if I'm allocating them to myself and to no one else, because I have a very lean team currently, I will go ahead and do that so that I can hold myself accountable, so that I can keep checking in with my quarterly plan on a monthly and even on a bi-weekly basis and make sure that I am actually doing the things that I said I would do. So for example, in week three of the first month, I will go back and check, okay, what did I say I was going to do in month one? Because I'll have allocated those tasks to myself. So it'll be easy for me to say that. And then I will check if my priorities for the week are actually aligned to those key activities I had said I was going to do. So that is why I love using my project management tool to keep track of all these things. That way, nothing falls through the cracks and I am able to keep myself accountable and hold my team accountable as well, where there are responsibilities or tasks that I have allocated to them. So let me know if you found this helpful. I cannot wait to see what your quarterly plans look like. And if you have any questions, as always, feel free to just drop me a DM in Instagram. So just to recap the steps to create an amazing quarterly plan that you can hold yourself accountable to and where you can actually see results. Step number one, review the quarter that has just passed, reflect, refine, refocus. Step number two, do a brain dump of what you want to achieve in the next quarter. Step number three, 
Pick three ideas or initiatives from your brain dump. Step number four, set your intentions or overarching goals for your business, whether it's visibility, nurturing your clients and audience planning or growth. Step number five, calendar important dates. Step number six, put the dates in a project management tool. Step number seven, create your action plan, write all your tasks. And step number eight, map them onto a monthly plan. And remember to assign the tasks that you've created for your monthly plan and dates to each of the tasks to keep accountable to them. I hope you found this helpful. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram. I am always just a DM away. All right, I will see you in the next one. Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community for female coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go in there even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? Jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.